guys, I have a very, I say this all the time, but I cannot stress to you how excited I am to have Miss Lauren Quigley, <laughs> Miss Colorful Rainbow herself is in my hot seat right now. And it's we, literally hot. <laughs> it's, you have no idea how hot it is in here. It is. I had to blot my face and she's wearing a sweater. So I don't know how she's doing it. Uh, it'll come off eventually, but that's for later. <laughs> <laughs> it is steaming here. Um, so awesome. Thank you for sitting with me. Absolutely. Taking the I time out. I love you. Out. I'm so excited. I love you. <laughs> this is like we're we're like geeking out and, and it's probably coming off super annoying to y'all, you know, because you're not sitting here next to her, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's just all good energy here. We're all good energy. Fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, now, what brought you to, because you don't have a booth here, right? I do not have a booth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just came to like hang out. Yes. Well, and I'm teaching a class here. That's right. So that's I'm right. teaching okay. an epoxy free class. on um, two different types of tumblers. One is like a rose gold swirl, kind of like a galaxy, but a little different. It's just a rose gold swirl. And then the other one is an alcohol, um, not an alcohol ink. It's like an alcohol ink, but it's the epoxy-free version of that. Mm -hmm. So it's it's different. It's with Crystalac products. Now, you're a Crystalac girl. You're an epoxy-free girl. Um, But I I use epoxy as well. So I, I started making tumblers with epoxy. Then... When I realized, you know, that I was probably doing it the wrong way in mm-hmm. my house, you know, and we were living As in military housing. Did, yeah. Yes, because I didn't know any better. I switched when we were living in a smaller house to epoxy free. But because my husband's military, we moved so much. We recent last year, we moved to Savannah and we have a much larger house. I have a studio and all of like the cool things so I can work with epoxy again. So now I work with both Fantastic. and I'm just, I'm having fun using just all of the things. Plus they've made so many improvements on the epoxy, like from what we were yes. using at the very beginning yeah. to, I mean, there's horror stories out there, but um, yeah. now I think that we're, it's more accepted. It's more touched on, improved, and they're constantly making, I've seen people um, with plant-based epoxy i've seen people i've seen those it's crazy yeah like they're getting they're getting yeah. it together i'm they're really get, excited and i'm excited for all of the new products and things that are coming out because it just as creatives it just gives us so many different tools in our artistic tool belt to like play around with mm-hmm. which i'm excited about so i've just been exploring all of this stuff you know i bought a, a epoxy from jessica i bought it from ccdiy i've gotten the stuff from michael's like just like your regular run-of-the-mill epoxy okay (laughs) and just trying out some fun stuff that's good well Mm -hmm. please keep trying out because i love visiting your profile and your feed thank you it is like food for the eyes and there's so much i am very fearful of color (gasps) i am a scared i know i know but but i live vicariously through i mean look at these pants y'all y'all can't see these Can you pants. Look, look at these pants <laughs> <laughs> i these love pants. color yeah she loves mm-hmm. color. and you put it i think because i'm scared of how it clashes when i put it together yeah no when you put it together it looks like fun and creativity and like i'm back in kindergarten again and yeah it's all fun. Yeah. Learning through art is what I get when I see your feed. Yeah. Well, I had to really Im- – I've always loved color. Like back when I was in high school and college, I really embraced color. And then when I got married, I had this kind of thought in my head that like, oh, I'm a wife now. 
I'm about to be beige. And then I did it. I'm a beige. Like a military (laughs) spouse. Like, and I just thought there was this, this role that I had to meet, but it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And so for a while there, I wasn't embracing what I really loved. It wasn't until, you know, I was like, you know what? That's not making me happy. And I really decided to just put myself first and just wear and do what makes me happy. Yeah. And it did. It made yeah. you happy, didn't it? Yeah, so happy. Yeah. That all it was all part that happened with my sober journey as well. The just embracing things that make me happy and not caring what other people think. Wow. Yeah. See, I didn't come into that stage of my life until it's not to be cliche, but until I turned 40. Like when yeah. I turned 40, it just happened all of a sudden. I one, I got sober. Yeah. You know, so you did. yeah, I will hit my congratulations. Thank you. I, I just had a podcast with Jessica about it. You I know, need to go listen. I need to go listen. It's really loud and we might have to redo it over again, but we I don't know if, how we're going to recreate the crying parts, but. Oh, was that just today? You just <laughs> it was did that? Today. Oh my yeah. God. I know it's going to be so good. Anything talking about like sobriety and just like becoming better versions of yourself, it like really gets me in my feels. I love yeah. listening to stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's going to be a year. Um, coming up in on December 31st the last okay. day that I drank was oh no I take that back the 20 the last day I drank was Christmas that was the last time that yeah. I drank so um awesome. I am very much um I what am I trying to say I respect people who know what's good for them mm-hmm. and I can respect that you know I am not because my husband he still drinks you know occasionally yeah that's but, same with mine yeah but I don't think that's for me right you know, drinking isn't for me yeah and what I um really enjoy in life I feel that that takes away. Yeah. Well, it's empowering to say no to something when everyone else is saying yes. Mm -hmm. Because in my family, alcohol, especially wine, was very glamorized. You know, it's like everybody goes and has their glass of wine. It's what you do at the end of the day. Yeah. It's what you have to do. And see, for me, it was a slow creep up where I would have it at the end of the day. And then it kept getting earlier. It was like, okay, now I'm going to have it while I'm cooking. And then I'm going to have like a before cooking drink. And then it was like after I had, I just thought that was normal. And then I had my kids and I'm like, man, I am just overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I was just not my best self. Like I was waking up irritable. It was just hard for me to deal with the babies. And I did not want to be that mom. Like when I looked at myself in the mirror, I knew like, whoa, I don't want to be this version of myself anymore. See, I had that same, um, same conversation. It's funny how we all have that reflection. Mm-hmm. And then it takes, it takes, everybody's different when they learn, like they have to have that talk with themselves. Well, yeah. you probably do this. Well, but what about this? You know, mm-hmm. and you go that back and forth, like, well, what if people don't like me? Sober. That was another thing that yeah. I felt that. And I, yeah. um, uh, back, I had so many times where I would wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm never drinking again mm-hmm. or I'm never doing you're this hungover again. Because you're hungover shit yeah. and it sucks yeah. so bad. <laughs> so bad. And I had so many times like that, but I always, I didn't, I always give myself outs. And what I mean by that is like, I wouldn't tell um, my husband, Kevin, or I wouldn't tell my friends like, hey, I don't want to drink anymore. I would just kind of like not drink for a few days and then 
go back at it. Yeah. Because I, I didn't. Because it was so permanent mm-hmm. if you said yeah. it out loud If to you people. said it out loud and I was scared to say it out loud. And so it wasn't until. They were going to hold you responsible. Like yeah. I thought you weren't drinking anymore. Yeah. And I want that. And I remember when mm-hmm. I finally told myself, I'm like, hey, I'm not drinking. I told my husband, I'm like, hey, I'm serious. I'm not drinking anymore. Like I don't want to drink. I don't like this version of me. And he was so supportive. Like we didn't have alcohol in the house for a while. And I mean, now it's in it's in the house, but I don't have the desire to do it because my life is just so good without it. Yeah. And I it's 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 very interesting. Um, it's interesting. I told Jessica, it's like I feel I can see color now. Yes. And it's yeah. very strange because yeah. before I felt like this was just normal this and that was, was it life yeah you're an adult now this is this is how you are going to interact with people and this is how people are going to find you interesting and this is how you're gonna this is how you're gonna find people interesting yeah because you know and it's the opposite <laughs> don't fall for that lie don't it's fall. so not true it's so yeah. everywhere you go like well what if I go to dinner and like I want to have a drink or if I go on vacation and what are we going to do? And yeah. what about people, you know, feeling weird around me? All of those things would stop me. And I just finally realized one day that, well, what happened was my son came to me mm-hmm. and he says, mommy, I don't, I don't like you when you drink. How old is he? 10. Yeah. Well, he'll be 10. That's He's, the, yeah. they, cause they start to, you know, yeah. they realize, I remember I was putting my my daughter down, um, which sometimes putting her to bed, I wouldn't even remember, to be honest. And I hate I hate that, but I've forgiven myself for that. But I remember one night she, I was putting her down and she was like, mm, like she didn't want me to come close to her. She was like, you smell like mm. like wine. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, my son asked me, um, he was like, mommy, let's, let's make, because it was Christmas and New yeah. Year's was coming up. And he says, um, why don't you make your New Year's resolution no drinking? Yeah. I said, oh, that would be a nice one. Yeah. And it's just for a year, mm-hmm. you know, and I was looking for a reason because I knew yeah. I wasn't going to do it for myself. For yourself, yeah. But I but knew if I did it for But you have to do it for yourself. You have to put yourself first. And then by putting yourself first, literally everything else will fall into place. Like I became – Putting me first made me become a better mom. It made me become a better wife. Because I know for a while there, my husband didn't trust me. That trust had been broken because he would come home from, which, you know, he's in the military, extremely long days. And I'd be Mm -hmm. by myself a lot. And he'd come home and he'd say, are you okay? Have you been drinking? And I'd lie. I'd say, no, Mm -hmm. no. But it was so obvious. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad that I lied, Mm -hmm. you know, but. We all have those, those like, oh, well, that. Yeah. It's pretty fucking shitty. Yeah. But I feel like we almost have to have those references. Yeah. Because had Jackson not come to me and said, Mommy, you're a different person. I don't like it when you drink. Yeah. Can you do this for me? I knew that if I was doing it for him, I promised him. Yeah. I promised him. You and have if to keep I, your promise. Yeah. There's, I would, I could break my promises to myself all day. Yeah. And it would suck. Yeah. But my son I did not want to see the disappointment in his eyes right and even if I was out on vacation or whatever and he was never going to find out it was something that I held myself accountable for because it was a promise I made to my son and it's not going to be forever it was just going to be for that year and then gradually as the year progressed and I was like oh I I did it for 30 days mm-hmm. oh I did it for six start months to feel so much better and yeah. I think about like well what if I want to and the thought of me having a drink makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. 
And it's like the longer, when you're on the other side of it and there's that new sense of freedom, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I thought that this was it to life. Like I was just going to be drinking and, Mm -hmm. you know, and how I thought this was how you would interact with people. Because when you're in it, you you feel like that's just what everybody does. Everybody drinks. But now then when you're on the other side of it, you're like, that's actually not true. You have all of these lies that you told yourself in your brain. You just need to And society get really rid embraces it and yeah. like really nurtures it. And yeah. you just have to just be like, you know what? That's not for me. If you want to drink, more power to you. I'm yes. not judging you, whatever. I just know that I couldn't do it because I had a lot of trauma. Yeah. And I had it was a crutch for me. Yeah. To be numb yeah and you can't heal if you're numb no you can't yeah you can't at all I I feel that so much yeah I have I definitely I have some childhood trauma that I feel like a really intensified after I had my first two kids and um I was drinking more to try to like get those thoughts and those memories like out of my brain Mm-hmm. Like to where I just kind of wanted to be numb and just not think about it. It was like a superficial happy. Yeah. It was like, oh, if I drink, I'll feel happy. Yeah. I'll feel pretty. I'll feel this. Until it's, you wake up the next day and you're like, makeup's all your face. Oh you're gosh, like, yeah. I'm looking awful. What happened? It's like, <laughs> it was a selfish lover. I told my, yeah. you know, it's like drinking is, there is no gain in drinking. Yeah. Um, there's none. It just takes from you. Mm-hmm. It, it takes, it's a very selfish lover. I told him. But, yeah. um, well, I'm glad that I have a sober sister here. <laughs> so I'm very proud about my sobriety. I always say, like, whenever, you know, I'm talking to uh, companies or whatever and I'm telling them a little bit about myself, I'm always like, and I'm a proud sober babe. Or I'm telling, you know, my friends or people that I just meet because we move a lot with, you know, big being in the military. And when I meet people, I always, you know, I just throw it out there. I like how you call your husband big. He's big. <laughs> <laughs> he's just very tall. He played football. You know, he's just very, he's just a very large man. Mr. Big. Yeah. Like Carrie. Yes, um, yes. That, that's funny. Um, so we kind of touched on, um, you know, sobriety. Um, what, you, you're a big proponent and big major advocate for mental health. Yeah. Um, can you... Tell us what mental health means to you and how you've brought that into your industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know that I have been through a lot and I know what it feels like to be alone. And I um, I use creating and just getting down and dirty with like my art that it like I want to spread. I want other people to feel that, to have that creative outlet, you know, like art therapy, if you will. I originally went to school for ceramics and I feel like my love of ceramics really started when I was 10 because my dad had died of cancer. My mom put me in bereavement counseling and one of the ways that we that they helped me deal with that like hurt and anger that I had was to take the clay and to ball it up and just throw it as hard as you could against a wall. And it was so therapeutic and so fun and I loved, you know, just like throwing clay pots and just being and we're just you know getting mm-hmm. dirty and just having a good time so I've always I've always done that and so now I just want other people to be able to heal and have an outlet for themselves to to get better you know so you would say that I've heard that a lot where people use art I mean Shakira she's a therapist yes and she I uses art yeah. yeah to she spoke about how she would you know talk with the patients and she would 
she would get them to express themselves using art and touching and expressing because a lot of the times they wouldn't speak you know yeah they had a hard time you know vocalizing what, what what they were going through but she could always talk with them or she could communicate through the expression of their art right exactly so we're at so currently right now my cousin is um she is in the final stages of hospice um oh, no. she's 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 cancer. my age mm -hmm, cancer yeah and that's, that's how my my dad passed of cancer yeah and she has a 10 year old oh my oh yeah. my heart breaks because i know how hard that is yeah and she's it's very hard she just entered fifth grade and she has a 10 year old daughter and a five-year-old son and they are they were here um and they live in puerto rico but they came about two years ago for her treatment and yeah. they've just been living here ever since they um, live close to you yes they live okay, in houston good. so she's good. going to md anderson um and so she is on her last hours mm -hmm. you know every day is it's now gone down to the hours now yeah and so everybody is there with her um and her kids are there with her um and that's something that it's 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 strange how um how you mentioned this you know it's yeah you know because i was in fifth grade when my dad died it was very difficult and i remember all of the the kids around me like the the school counselors i remember they went into each fifth grade class and said hey Lauren's father passed away like we need to I don't know do something mm -hmm. and I, I just remember everybody just being really supportive and it was just really hard on me and yeah. I definitely was like you know acting out towards my mom and being like that's why they put me in counseling but yeah the the clay helped the clay helped okay yeah. I'm I'm <clears throat> taking mental notes here yeah. to take back to my aunt you know because she's there with her because those are her grandkids and yeah. she's there and she's helping and so I'd like to you know give her you know some some um some some words you know some yeah. advice or just just let her know you know because she is acting out now you know yeah she's very angry right now so you got to throw that clay against throw a wall the clay it is so therapeutic to th just as hard as you can mm -hmm. throw it against a clay wall it was like a big wall they had it was like just like canvas material kind of like you know stapled up to the wall or something and you would just get it and form it in your hand and like feel it and really smush it and just and just and get the and you could get say you could say something when you threw it at it mm -hmm. like what you were upset about or mm. you know okay that so is good. that is yeah it's just very interesting i find it yeah. very you know feel like God put me here, you know? Yeah, for sure. For shizzle. Hold on. Oh, there's a lot of water. Y'all, it's so hot. It's so hot. We're dying. And look at the guys. They're over there. Mm -hmm. They're just like walking around. They're walking around, shaking their shirts <gasps> out like this. Scott's over there That's on his phone. Do. He looks like he's very, very busy. But I bet he's just watching TikTok. Okay, so, um, so you are a very hands-on mom. You have three kids? Four. Four kids. I have four. Eight. Oh, wait. I wasn't told not to tap on the table. Hold on. Eight, six, <laughs> three, and just turned two. Okay. The baby baby. We call her baby baby. Just turned two, which I cannot believe, and I don't know how the heck I ended up with four kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know how it happened, but yeah. I'm just like, whoa, here we are, because my husband's one of four. So uh -huh. he knew he wanted a lot of kids. Yeah. But I was an only child, and I didn't know if I wanted kids. 
But now that I have them, I love them. I mean, obviously I love them, but it's so fun. It's like a different type of fun because my husband and I, we were married, you know, a few years, like four or so years before we had kids and we had a lot of fun together. A lot of fun. Yeah. And now it's like a different a different type it's of fun. It's a different life now. It's a different yeah. life, but it's st- like a lot of fun. Yeah. And I see a lot of like myself and my husband and the kids, and they're just goofy and funny. And my three-year-old's like a little gremlin, and I just, I love it. And my, my oldest, she's eight, and she loves to do art and like create with me, and she'll bring home things, and she's just so excited for me to see it. Yeah. Like, now... You have four kids. How do you keep them out of your craft space? And how do you keep it so clean? And how do you keep it so together? Because I look at you and you have time to make videos. You have time do a lot of to um, do craft projects, all the different angles. Girl, I, I the voiceovers. know. <laughs> the voiceovers. Okay. Because if you were to see my raw or listen to my raw footage, it's a lot of like them yelling in the background or laughing and then me going, hey, hey, I'm recording. Yeah. Or like something like that. Like, pipe, hey. Pipe down. Or what? But uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun, but the baby, she gets into the glitter. The other day, she, um, because I have like a few like glitter collections that I've done, and so I have them like sitting out, and they are in her within her reach, and I shouldn't have done that because usually my studio, they come in if I'm in there, they're allowed to come in and they'll it's sit. Just like an and I'll open give them area, something. right? And they just walk yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, and I'll give them something to, to do like paint or draw, whatever, and um. The baby, she went over, she grabbed this hot pink glitter and she dumped it in my coffee cup. And it, and, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then right in my coffee cup. And I was, what? So, but the, like moments like that, they do happen. It's not always clean. You know, I'll, um, I do like the, the panic cleaning, like where I'll just quick shove everything off of an area to get like a good angle, but everything around that area is messy. Oh, I see. It's I not, see. So it's just like shove yeah. it to the corner. And yeah. Can't movie magic. Movie magic. My There's favorite lots of video. Movie magic. I mean, yes, everything you do is magic. I love it, and I can watch all the different colors come together Thank so you. perfectly and seamlessly. <laughs> My favorite video that you did was of them trying the foods that oh, you went yes. to the Asian market, yeah. and it, you got all, all different of kinds it. of fruits mm-hmm. and everybody's expressions and were different they were different and I love how you're like now we're trying new fruits now we have to be respectful because this is what other people eat and, yeah and I just love the way that you spoke to them and they were so accepting of this is going to be new it, I think they liked the lychee the little, best they loved the lychee <laughs> I don't think the ram, um, ram, ram, t- ram tan the, yeah the ram, ram tan the little prickly one yeah they didn't, they didn't like, like that, that. I think um I think your daughter spit it out <laughs> yes but they had that this is going to be a little scary but they're you curious know, very curious and it's going to be okay and so I showed my kids that um they're like look they are eat look their mommy is my friend and she's she's because I really want to get Greer to eat something other than strawberries and yes. Jackson won't eat anything that grows and it's just <laughs> pizza you know and so yeah. um I try to get them to, to to try and so I pull that video out and yeah they watched it over and over, and so I actually got the lychees yes. and the little ram tans. It, it was like star them. fruit no. and dragon fruit. Oh, the dragon See, fruit. See, I was grew super up cool. eating lots of different types of food, all international foods, because where where we're from in Maryland, it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. You can on the same street corner, you can have like Jamaican food, Peruvian food, um, Ethiopian food, and so I just always ate 
whatever types of like, and I yeah, have very friends. sophisticated palette. Yeah. Start. yeah. Yes. I wouldn't know if it, I wouldn't say sophisticated. It's like, no, <laughs> but like, you know, and so I make a lot of different types of foods and I want my kids like they've just always eaten what we eat. You know, mine will not see. Well, as they've gotten older, I feel like that's changed because their friends come over. If they have like a sleepover, the friends don't want the food. They're like, ah, pizza. Yeah. And so then, so now I feel like my daughter picks up on that and she's like, um, pizza, mac and cheese. I'm like, Kenzie, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) you eat this? No, yeah. We eat lots of food. Or like, they'll come over like, what did you? What did you just make? The house smells funny. I'm like, that's curry. It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> We're going to have a, a discovery night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you are always busy, 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 busy. Yeah. Now, I see through your feed and I see through your art that you can combine being a mom, yeah. being a wife, and you embrace that and you make sure your audience sees that. Like, I yeah. love that about you. Yeah. All you ladies, I take so much from um from the phone side yes you know, I see y'all now I know but I, it's hard it yeah is, it's hard to I was just gonna say and I like I say all of the time to people because I do get the question asked a lot how do you do it all yes and but the thing is is like if you you see me making these videos there are dishes in my sink mm-hmm. there's lo- a, a giant massive pile of laundry that my husband is bugging me about upstairs. <laughs> like it is not all together. Do you manage the anxiety very well? Cause I, I'm on, I just like got that, put on med- just... medicine for that. I got okay. put on, um, on uh, Lexapro to okay. try to help me. And it did, and you know, it's made me gain some LBs, mm-hmm. some poundages, but then I tried to go off of it because I was kind of insecure about mm-hmm. that. But I got back, I got right back on it because I would rather feel better. Did it help? It, it didn't help me. I feel like it helped, like not like have like the panic, but I did have a panic. I did have panic today when yeah. when I was on the airplane. My whole body got really hot and I felt like tingly, and I was, I was like fight or flight, like I was yeah. gonna have to bust out of the airplane. Like you I'm can like, breathe all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. you're just you starting to yeah. freak out. It was crazy. Start feeling like the walls are closing on you. That right. happens to me yeah. a lot. That's the, the anxiety that sets in, and that well, I will say. I had to go and talk to my doctor because I was concerned with the LBs as well. Yeah. I was on Lexapro. They had yeah. me on Lexapro as well because I and It's supposed to be the lowest have, one. It's yeah, supposed to be the one that like that, you like, can. helps you. But it's supposed yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. And it, like, it's like, you're supposed to give it some time and yes. then it's supposed to take off and then you're supposed to be like, yes, gave this it is the all time. I gave <laughs> it the time and it gave me all this weight. Yeah. I gave it two years and it gave me 60 pounds. So mm-hmm. it was just, I went off of it. What they realized is it, it, it wasn't helping me because I I hit that high and then I was yeah. normal and then I plummeted uh, very fast. From the medicine, from it just very it didn't help anymore? It stopped helping. And so they found out, they're like, you're not depressed. You have ADD, girl. You know what? They told me I wasn't depressed because on the thing that you get, the the when you, when you do like one through 10 or whatever, my depression, because I always I go in there and I'm like, look, I'm happy. I'm great. I have mm-hmm. a great life. I'm I love what I do. Everything is great. But the anxiety, it's like that and the panic attacks. It's like all of a sudden everything could be fine. Like we could just be sitting here like this. There's not a threat around me, but all of a sudden I will get this Doom. insane impending like I'm about to die and I'm about to lay out naked on the floor. Yeah. No one wants to see that. But that's how I I feel. Mm-hmm. Like you no, know, maybe I minus the I naked part, but you know feelings. what I mean. Like I just want to strip everything off, and I just want to like lay on a cold floor and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Mine was I could hear my heart in my ear, mm-hmm. boom, 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 yeah, boom. and I could feel it rising up. And yeah, it, it felt like it was getting like it was covering me. Like you know how like Spider Man turns into Venom. Yes, that's how it would crawl over me, and I would feel it coming, yeah. in, and I would tell Scott, "It's it, 
it's happening, it's yeah. happening. And you have to lean into it. Yeah. Because if not, it'll come back 20 times harder. Yeah. And so I found out that because they had me on Lexapro, they had me on clonazepam, they had me on all this stuff. And then finally, I just went to a different doctor and he's like, we need to reevaluate you because yeah. I don't think that you, I think one, you're heavily over-medicated and this is just like compounding and they're treating this with this. And you got to yeah. treat that with that because everything has a side effect in life. Everything yes. has a side effect. Yeah. And so. that's why I try to be natural. Like I'm a hippie, but like no. not, I'm not crunchy. <laughs> like I, I'm not crunchy. <laughs> I'm not crunchy, but I do try to like... I feel like getting on too much medication, it's, it's scary. When yeah. I think about it, it, it you know, makes me a little scary. And I, like, I'm like a huge documentary freak. Like Whenever a new documentary comes out, I'll watch it. I'm a and documentary freak too. Yes, and then I take it, and then Big always laughs at me. He's like, cut it out. Cut yes. it out. And he's like, where did you hear that? I'm like, I heard it in a documentary. And he's yes. like, stop that. Okay. Yes, he tells me 2020 is my favorite. I watch 2020 is my guilty pleasure. Yes, 2020 and so- 48 hours. I watch them all. And, I, and then I listen to podcasts too. Like, oh, yes. Podcast. And then I'm just sitting there like this in the middle of the night and like locking all the doors. And mm-hmm. and it's just, it doesn't help that I'm I have Kevin, are you going to murder me one day? Right. I said, like, I don't why know do you love are. me? Why do you love me? He's like, well, you're equally you're equal parts exciting and irritating i was like i'll take that yeah and you're pretty to look at so i think i'll let you stick around some days i look like i can shine up but like 99.9 percent of the time i am looking real shabby and homeless well it's that one percent that little small smidge that when we shine up Mm -hmm. boy they fall in love all over again they're like oh yeah that's it right there okay yeah i'll deal with it um, well, I know it is hot as balls in here, but I will go ahead and I will get you, um, out of here. I just, I want to soak up. I want to, I'm going to stay here all night and just talk to her, but you are in, you got, you got, you got your hands in a lot of different companies. Yeah. Okay. And so fun. you are like a, just the, the poster child for so many of us that you have it all, you know, it, like you got it all. Like you got the creativity going on. You got the looks going on. You got the kids, you got the family. The you looks, got the, maybe. She's got it all, you guys. <laughs> you got it all. And so many of us are just, we want to know, how do you do it all? We know that it comes down to balance. Yeah. It comes down to balance. But, the, and- but balancing is also like not realistic, I feel like, you know, because – sometimes when you you know you have the demands on you and I feel like this is part of my like sobriety too like how like I changed my my focus on things is I want to work one of the reasons why I felt so depressed and down before is because you know everything um was always about my husband and I'm not saying that I hated that but it's like you know he's a major in the army he has all of these things. Everything that we go to, it's all about him. And then I felt like, what do I do? I'm just a mom. And just a mom, um, I can respect people that are just a mom. And I'm fine with it. But I felt I felt unfulfilled. Like, I wasn't doing anything. Your cup anything. wasn't full. Yeah, my yeah. cup wasn't full. I felt real. I was so down and depressed. And it's like every time we move, it's about him. I'm having to start over. I never even got to finish college because I went to two different colleges and we moved. You know, like I was just moving all the time. And then we moved into the middle of nowhere. It's called Fort Lost in the Woods, Fort Leonard Wood. And so I got off school and it was bas- uh, got out of school. It was basically like, hey, you go here um, with me. But And my husband, he had just gotten home from deployment or you stay and finish school. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen you in nine months. Of course yeah. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. So it's like basically, you know, 
I sorry, I just went on this tangent, but I felt I didn't feel fulfilled. I won I knew I wanted to do something, something more. There was something that Missing. you were searching for yeah. and it wasn't there and you knew you had to do something. Yeah. I think a lot of us get that. And that's how we kind of turn to crafts because this yeah. is something that we don't have to share with anybody. This is something that is just for yeah. us. We have don't have to explain. We can pick up and drop off where yeah. we want. Um, and I'm fortunate that w- the, the companies that I that I work with, that they've just wanted to work with me because they I feel like they see that, that they see yeah. that like I just want to put joy out there and spread kindness and, you know, make have pretty things. Have a good time and make pretty have, things. Yeah, have yeah. a good time and make pretty things. Not take you know? things so seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do love getting my kids involved because they, I don't put them on camera a lot. Like mm-hmm. there's not like, you know, a yeah. lot, but they're always there. Yeah. They are all. They are always there. That's one thing she told me. She's. I'm so looking forward to Atlanta City because I'm not gonna have any kids. Yeah, this is my first time getting away like with just like Kevin and I, and we are away. I said I'm like I'm excited because I get to enjoy it, and I know they're in great hands because both moms, my mom and my mother-in-law, are both there with all of them. So they are getting spoiled. Yeah, and they're they're gonna. You're, have a- yes, I am. Um, I. I'm so grateful for grandparents because yes. I have two kids. Scott has Scott came from four and he was like, I don't know if I want any kids, to be honest. Yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> I want as many as I can have. And he's mm-hmm. like, two is the max. So we have two, but they're a very handful too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially the little one. She's a little wild. Um, but I love no, the wild. I love the very, wild. very sassy girl. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and let you loose because I know your husband's been very patient over there. Mm-hmm. And it is steamy in here where we're at. Um, <laughs> so steamy. I don't know if you can see, but we're we're glistening. We are. Glitter. Yes. But it's glowing. not sweat. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll have you back on the show. Yeah, I'd love to. Seriously, whenever. Even if you call me up. Even if you don't want to be on the show and you just want to call me up and be like, hey, I'm having a rough day. I'm here. You're the sweetest. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much for for bringing so much positivity and light to this community. Um, we look up to you. You are... I look up to a- you. What you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, girl. Like You are... You, you got it. And um, I am super honored to have to have you and to have so many of these awesome ladies here. Yes, um, there's a bunch. I'm just like walking bunch. around, fangirling, like I love oh, yeah. everybody. This it's just is so like, fun. yes, like and we're just jumping around, better. hugging everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what more could you want? Yeah. So where can people find you? What do you have coming down? What's going on? Oh my goodness, there's lots of fun things coming for the rest of the the year from Lauren Quigley. Um, But, so you can find me on all socials, Lauren Quigley Creations. Um, I have something really cool coming out later that's craft related with um, the company Arteza, which is also one of, or Arteza, which is one of my sponsors. Here for here, so I'm just throwing that out there. You gotta pay attention. Come Christmas time, there may be something really cool coming. Very excited, very excited. I love yes. everything you put out. Thank you so much for being so colorful, so bubbly, so welcoming, and so sweet, guys. That's gonna wrap because we're gonna go jump in the pool. I know I keep mm-hmm. saying that, but then I keep running into people, and I'm like, "Come sit down. We gotta talk." But Lauren will be back, and um, I thank you for hanging out with us. Until next time, bye, beautiful babes. Bye.